Actor and filmmaker Ann Johnston Brown has spent the past 35 years navigating the ups and downs of Hollywood. With a master's degree in theater arts, Ann was a professor at the prestigious American Academy of Dramatic Arts in Los Angeles and is the author of several books published by Smith & Krauss, the world's largest of its kind. Her films on the subject of homelessness have won countless awards, and her voice can be heard throughout the world in a variety of television and radio commercials, as well as the audiobooks of many New York Times and USA Today best-selling authors. And now, she brings to you the best of what she's learned. Welcome to The Actor's Guide. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to The Actor's Guide. Well, today I have an actor, uh, producer, musician. He's a little of everything, and his name is Wade Hunt Williams. And he's on the line right now. Hey, Wade, how you doing? Good afternoon, morning, or night, depending on what time you're listening to this. I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. Oh, boy, it's so great to have you on the show. Uh, we uh, Actually, we had one of your friends on the show uh, a, a few weeks ago. His name was uh, John Mark Huckabee, and he, he highly recommended having you on the show because you've done a lot in your career, and we're going to talk about that. Uh, a lot of your experiences are going to benefit um, this audience very much. I wanted to ask you, though, how long have you been in the business how did you get your start what what made you want to be an actor wow okay uh well i started when i was 11 so that was 937 years ago oh that's a while uh, back no, no actually i did start when i was 11 i started in theater mm -hmm. uh i was just i guess i was the ham kid i was the kid that you couldn't stop like trying to make jokes at parties or trying to be a character i think i would you know, I would always come downstairs and either be Luke Skywalker or Darth Vader. And my mom <laughs> finally just said, let's put the kid in theater so he's got something to do other than drive us all crazy. Oh, that's so great. I started doing theater when I was 11. I just fell in love with it. Yeah. Uh, just theater, 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 theater. Um, so that's how I got started. I've been doing it. You know, I don't mind telling anybody. You know, I'm a I'm a, a middle aged character actor. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm in my late. <laughs> and um, and. So I've been doing this for a while, you know, mm -hmm. went from theater to uh, music uh, and I did, you know, musical theater and then I just went straight to music for a long time, you know, ended up in Los Angeles just being in bands and went back into acting uh, probably about 25 years ago doing um, just little bit part bit, bit parts here and there and um, larger parts on independent film. So there really well, hasn't been a time in mm -hmm. 40 years or so that I have not been working. Wow, that is huge. That's very big. Well, then let me go backwards, though, before we talk about what you've sure. been doing this in this uh, wonderful long career. Uh, how did you? OK, so mom put you in theater, which, by the way, everybody, I, uh, you know, some, there are people right now listening to the show. They're obviously wanting to become actors themselves or they're in the process of building their career. And then there are a lot of people on the show that have children who they know have the itch or have the the the, the talent. Uh, getting your child into theater, first thing, what a great foundation. And that's what your mom did, Wade, and I love her for it. Uh, yeah. Was I obviously theater in your youth was a great springboard and also foundation for the actual, you know, the 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 information that you needed. What else did you do to, to actually get your training? You know, it's funny. I just, I did, 
I'm, I'm a little unconventional in the sense that I just did as much theater as I possibly could. I did everything oh, that I could. Mm -hmm. I did everything. I did bit parts in theater. And if there was a, a part, I was from, I'm from Memphis. Mm -hmm. So theater Memphis was uh, the, the big theater in the region. So I was a child star in the theater. Wow. Now, if there was, if there was a, 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 a program that came that didn't have any children in the, in the actual cast, yeah. I would volunteer to be part of the production crew. I would, build sets oh. i would i would be a runner i would do anything involved in the theater i learned every aspect wow. not just being on stage but i'd be back finding out what the lighting crew would do i understood what the director was doing the mm. musical director like what all of that so the mechanics of theater i just sure. kind of soaked into my brain by the time i was 13 14 and years the, old and the theater experience uh especially that that uh, mechanics of theater behind the scenes and and part of the production that's helpful when you get into television and we're going to talk about uh television and film uh and how theater hopefully you can tell us how your theater training helped you in that regard but what was uh when you decided to be a professional actor what do you uh, consider your breakout role to be? You know, it's funny. The the word professional actor, I think <laughs> if you're a young actor and you're listening to this, you need to know what that means. Okay. That means that you've made money on a project. That doesn't mean that you not and this is my my case. Okay. Uh and, and being in LA for twenty five years, I've seen it and I want everyone else to understand it because young actors will come to me and they'll go, What's the secret? And my the, the answer is humility. Oh. The answer is, yeah. be grateful for the work that you have, yeah. and when it's over and they take your name off the off of the door, mm -hmm. don't be afraid to go back and wait tables. Don't be afraid to go back and and dig ditches or swing wow. a hammer. Yep. Whatever it takes to keep a roof over your head, so mm -hmm. that you're ready for the next audition. Sure. So for me, um, for me to keep working means just to keep working period. Right. Um, my breakout role, I have two of them when I was, and this is where I think humility comes in action. Cause at first I didn't have any, and I'll explain where I think <laughs> I, I kind of messed up. Hmm. I went from music, I went theater to music. And then I, I wanted to go back into to acting um, when I was living in Austin at some point in 1993 or 94, mm -hmm. I went back to Los Angeles. I auditioned for one film. It was called Killer Cop. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a silly little, you know, chase them, shoot them up. Uh, it, I auditioned for it. My first film audition, I got it. I was the lead. Um, they rewrote the script because of the way I was playing it. So the next thing I know... Uh, within a, a year or so after wrapping it, it was in Blockbuster. Yeah, back in the day when we had Blockbuster. Yeah, right. <laughs> you walk into Blockbuster and you see your face in the new release section. Wow. Hundreds of this. Wow. And for me, I thought, well, I'm it. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm the man. Oh, this is easy. You know, yeah, I'm right. I got it going on. Mm -hmm. And I didn't think to like really train to mm -hmm. find out what I had one character and it was mm -hmm. a crazy cop character, mm -hmm. and I did it well. So. You know, seeing myself uh, there mm -hmm. um, in Blockbuster, that was a big deal to me. But then for me, I took it I took it kind of in a wrong direction and I didn't take the time. I let my ego get in the way of my training. Yeah. yeah. So um, fast forward about, oh, I'd say another 
10, 15 years of doing little things here and there, mostly music. Uh, I, you know, as a music producer in Los Angeles, I'm, I do a little bit of everything. My next breakout role was after I moved to Florida about 15, 20 years ago, uh, was a faith-based film called The Investigator. Oh. And uh, it was a true story of Ray Romano's brother, who was a real cop. If you, if you know Everyone Loves Raymond. Oh, yeah. Uh, on Everyone Loves Raymond, his his brother is a cop. Well, his brother really is a cop. Oh. And his brother really did go through some pretty traumatic stuff and wrote a film called The Investigator. Oh. Uh, I got cast, and it was an absolute miracle because, again, I hadn't done anything for 10-something years or mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got cast, and, that, and the next thing I know, it's in the theaters. Wow. It's in theaters, and the lines are around the block. It's a faith-based film. It's, it touches millions of lives. Yeah. And I, I approached it differently this time. I approached it with humility. Yeah. Uh, my, I have, I have a faith and my, my faith really led me into like, Hey, Wade, yeah. you're touching people. Yeah. This isn't for you. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. for them. That's right. Yeah. And, so that's and, my and, and I, I love that you, uh, have found, uh, some validation with your career as an actor with your faith. You found a connection and a purpose. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I, I'm a faith-based actor as well. And, uh, and I, I tell you, I'm telling you. And, uh, you know, if you're listening to the show right now and you're wondering as a, a Christian or not even just a Christian, some people are, are just Orthodox Jewish or they're, or, or they're, they're something else. And that's fine. But if you are wondering how you can make that work for you as an actor, uh, where your purpose can be, it, it, there, there is so much uh, in this industry where whether you just need to call out to God to get you through things or whether you use your 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 acting skills uh, to to get the message uh, out there. I yes. love that. I'm so glad, Wade, that we're talking about this because there is a place for religion in our industry. Uh, and so that is what you would consider. I'm, I was going to ask you what your favorite role was, but uh, would you say then, uh, was that your favorite role? You know, um, I'm going to answer that the same way Willie Nelson asks uh, answers when someone asks, "What's your favorite song?" Okay, and and I'm going to answer it with the next one. No, uh, yes, whatever my the I've done some great stuff. I've done. There's a film um, that's been in the can for a couple of years now. I think it's going to come out in this coming year. Uh-huh. It was originally called The Fury. I think they've changed the name to. Um, uh, Shadow of Death or Valley of Death or, or something like that, and uh-huh. I know it, we just got through talking about you know faith based films, um, but there's there's a message in this film and it's right. good versus evil. I'm really proud of that. There's another film coming out on HBO. I have a lead in a film called Burden of Proof that should be out this year. I'm really proud of the work in that, even though I haven't seen it yet. You know, I'm one of those guys where I don't. I used to go oh look what i've done yeah i've i've done this film i was i feel like i did it really good and 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 on top of it if it touched someone's life mm-hmm. if it got someone asking the question is there a god or if it got someone asking the question oh you know good versus evil uh, mm-hmm. you know is there good is there evil then i've done my job i would I would, you know, want people to see the film. I'd want to be recognized. You know, it's a little bit of, you know, everybody wants to be sure. appreciated for the sure, stuff. Sure, sure. Something has come over me lately <laughs> to where I don't necessarily even watch the work anymore. No. I, I, I will watch a little bit of it. I'll, I'll watch it. Maybe I'll watch it once. Mm-hmm. 
And then I, I won't watch it again. Yeah. I'll watch it enough to go, okay, I could have done better on this or I could have done, done that or, right. or, you know, whatever. But ultimately it's not about, and this is where I get back to whether you're, you're in, in a position of faith or not, this being an actor. And I'm telling this, if you're a young actor listening, mm -hmm. the acting process is not, and I repeat, is not about you. Right. It is about of allowing the writer's mm -hmm. vision, the director's vision to come across. I am, I was going to say you are, but I'm going to say for me because I don't want to point fingers. I am just a vessel. I'm mm -hmm. literally mm -hmm. a vessel mm -hmm. to bring forth the, the writer's idea. Mm -hmm. And yes. that frees me yeah. because I don't have to worry about being good or bad right. or silly or looking stupid or looking fat or looking too skinny. <laughs> I'm literally just, I can be completely the character that was written on the page and bring everything to that character. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I feel like I've, I've worked so much yeah. uh, lately. Um, and, uh, you know, I just did a film that's coming out. Let's see. I don't know when this podcast is going to air, but I did a film called No Vacancy with uh, Dean Cain and Sean Young. Oh. I put Sean Young's brother. We love that's them. Coming out. Mm -hmm. I feel really good about that. It's a faith based film. Uh, I forgot the question at this point because I'm oh, rambling. No, no, um, no. I just was asking you what your favorite one, uh, project was that you've done, and you said it well because, uh, you know, yes, it's always going to be the next one. It's always but, the next one. You know, and I love also what you're saying about taking just that, that your ego out of this, the humility. And, you know, I was uh, interviewing uh, Jamie Palanetti, who is a, a, an acting teacher in Hollywood and a producer, and in he uh, was uh, quoting Stanislavski who said, our job as actors is just to illuminate the human condition. And that just means be yourself, be, you know, and, and take on these characters and, and just and take yourself out of it. Put, you know, yeah. make it make it about the human condition. I love it. Listen, uh, you know, I, I have to ask you, though, you're talking about these great roles. My goodness, I can't wait to see the one uh, coming out with Dean Cain. Um how how did you did did you get these jobs on your own or do you have an agent? Do you have? Do you, mm -hmm. I have an agent and she's a wonderful agent. She's up in Atlanta. Uh -huh. Um, but I normally kind of I go searching myself. You know, I, yeah. I I you know the actors access and backstage. I go searching myself. Sure. Uh, if I feel like I need to bring in the agent for negotiating purposes, I, of course I will. Sure. But most everything I've gotten over the last few years, I've gotten myself. I you know I yeah. I submit, I apply. Mm -hmm. Then someone asks, "Hey, can you can you do a can you do an on uh, mm -hmm. you know on screen audition?" I do it at home. Right. I send it in. If 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 an offer comes back and it's doable it's worthy you know i just i'll i'll agree to it or i'll try to negotiate a little bit of myself sure. hey you know it sounds great but i'd really appreciate it if we could do a little bit more or could you pay for my my lodging because that's sure. a, that's a little you know that kind of thing i will do i've got enough business skill to where i'll do that <laughs> i do have an agent she's a wonderful agent but i don't involve her unless i absolutely have to well you have point. to be the ceo of yourself uh you in, in this business that's true uh you know and also what i love and and i'm i'm 55 uh i was i've been in this business for 35 years and i'll tell you back in the old days and you were referring uh to the old days as well the blockbuster <laughs> days you know yes. there was no actors access there was none mm -hmm. of this so i think that the beauty of these new breakdown services and 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 the and the different acting uh web 
websites. Uh, they make it possible for you to do it yourself, but having an agent can be helpful. Uh, that's why I wanted to, to uh, ask you about that. But have you had any experience as well working with acting workshops of any kind? Do you Do you get involved in that? You know, I, I do, and I'll I'll do a plug for my acting coach down here in Florida. His name is Ken Ulo. Okay. Uh you can't find him. Okay. He is by he is by, you know, referral. Uh, what, what do you, referral Refer- only. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh he doesn't have a website. He doesn't have an email. Wow. Uh he was De Niro's coach. He was Pacino's coach. Wow. Um Way back in the seventies, he gave De Niro his first his first um, his first play. Wow! He's written tons and tons and tons of books. Uh-huh. Uh He breaks it down, and he is the greatest. I've been with him for twenty something years. Oh. So Ken Ulo down here in Florida is is the greatest coach. Ever. And you work out of Florida. Yes. Uh, and and yet you are are probably you know submitting online and then you just you just go where the work is that's how we work how we do it now isn't it correct oh i love correct. that cuz i was uh, i grew up in southern california but basically when it was time for me to start my career i i had to go to la i had to to be centralized there back in the old days you don't have to do that now you know no. i love that no. Yeah. What is your? No, but de- mm-hmm. I, I absolutely. I mean, the, the, the thing about the workshops, it is very important that we hone our craft. Yes. To be able to think like you're just a, okay. You can be a natural. You can be a natural baseball player, but but don't tell me you can't. You know, you don't need to show up for practice. Amen. You know, I'm a natural. I'm a I'm a natural football player, but I I want to skip practice until the games. No, that's mm-hmm. not how it works. No. You've got to keep your your instrument ready. So yeah. I definitely. Workshops are fantastic. Yeah. One of the things I wanted to do was start my own workshop out here, but I've just become so busy mm-hmm. that I've I, the few <laughs> the few clients that I had, I had to go. Guys, I'm sorry, go, you need to go work with somebody else because I'm off doing this or that. Well, other, you're so. still in the heart of your of 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 your career, and a lot of times people will will kind of wind down. I know that's kind of what I've done. Uh, you know, in starting this podcast, I said, you know, I'm, I'm semi retired. I'm going to start a podcast, which in my in my it's my virtual virtual workshop. Uh, but you, I think you should definitely make that your plan when you start winding down a little bit. Uh, meantime, guys, uh, you know, when you're when you're busy, enjoy it. Enjoy yes. it. It's not always that way. What about producing? I think I heard, I don't know, maybe I just read, uh, did you produce The Fury? You mentioned it. Uh, were I, you, I mm-hmm. did. I was, I was a producer on The Fury, okay. which I think, again, I think they've retitled it Mm. Uh, the sh- Valley of the Shadow, Shadow of Death. Uh-huh. Um, and and that kind of I well, I am a, I was a producer on that. I was an associate producer on that. I produced a short film called The Prayer, uh-huh. which won um, Manhattan's. I think it was Manhattan uh, Best Short uh, at the Manhattan Film Festival. Wow. Um, I do enjoy producing very much. Um, yeah. Producing is a whole other ballgame. However, let me tell you something for you young actors. Producing a film changed the way I understand how actors should work. And let me explain this. Okay. Once you produce, Mm -hmm. because you know, actors, if you're out there and you do a great audition, even if it's an in-person audition, Mm -hmm. uh, or or it's a a, you you mail in the audition and they they love it, they want another. uh, You you get the callback and you do another version. Like, oh, I love this. I'm in it. I'm in it. I feel like I got this. And then they go a different direction, and you're crushed. Well, let me tell you something. That may not be about you. I- I'm most glad right. I'll tell you. I produced uh, a film. I'm not going to mention it. Um, <laughs> and, you know, the 
lady that I, the girl that I was going to hire was absolutely wonderful. Yeah. She nailed it. It was wonderful. Yeah. But there was another lady who had just done, just came off a, 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 a number one, a, you know, a top 10 movie. Oh. And she was great too. Mm, she okay. was great, but yeah. she brought the name. Well, she brought the name. Yeah. And so I yeah. had to, as a producer, Mm-hmm. I just had to go with what, with what was best for the project. Sure. And that changed the way I look at being, you know, not getting a role. If I don't get a role, it's not because I'm a bad actor. I right. know I'm a good actor. Right. I know that the producer had to make a judgment call based on what's best for the project. And, you know, and we, goes, we've been talking about this, though. You know, uh, we've, we cannot take this personally a no, lot. Uh, no. and, and, and a lot of times, you know, they'll want to give you an answer without being honest with you. And what they'll sometimes say is, well, this is when, when you just don't even get the audition. Sometimes they'll say, well, it's your headshot. Well, no, I think that's a cop out most of the time. You know, uh, there are so many reasons why you either don't. Don't get an audition or don't get the role. Uh, you know, it's it's just uh, you know you're you're describing one scenario, and there are so many. Oh, know. so many. You know, there was another situation where uh, I wanted to hire uh, a person, and they were just uh, they were out of the area, and yeah. my budget was already set. I didn't have the budget for travel, and it was yeah. just real simple. You're a great actor. I, I love your work. It's right. just this is this is a business, and yeah. when you got to. When you wrap your mind around it's a business, right? Art first, mm-hmm. then business. Yeah. Then you you start to realize. So as a producer, it changed the way I act. So my auditions now mm-hmm. are not based in a like, oh, I gotta get this, <laughs> I gotta get this. My auditions are, hey, I'm gonna have fun with it. Okay. I get 30, 40 minutes to myself. I've come right. up with the character yeah. by reading the sides. I'm gonna just lay it all out. I'll lay it all out into my into my uh, my iPhone here. I'm gonna send it off and leave the results to God. So you, really I, I, I was I gonna ask you what your audition philosophy is, and that was it. That yeah. was just do the work, give them your best, and then move on. And forget about it. And forget. When I got contacted to be in this Dean with Novak uh, with uh, with Dean Kane uh-huh. and Sean Young, where I played Sean Young's brother, mm-hmm. I had forgotten about it. I had just done the audition. Yeah. And I forgot about it. Yeah. And about three months later, I got a call when I was uh, doing a project in Nashville mm-hmm. and said, "Can you can you do this?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course. I don't remember auditioning <laughs> for it, but okay, sure." Yeah. You know. Yeah. And and that's the thing. Once you get your name out there too, sometimes you'll just they'll just they'll just pick you. They, I mean, you don't even have to go through the audition process. You a know. A lot of the times, yes. Yes. A lot of the times. And that's I've, a and wonderful I've, and I've thing. I've been there. Yeah. I've been there. It's a very wonderful thing. It is. <laughs> well, you know, you mentioned, you've already touched on this a few times, but in doing my research before our interview today, I I did see a lot of about your, your music and how you have worked music into this industry. Uh, tell us about that. Ha- have you done original scores for films or television? Yes. Um, one of the other many, again, this is for young <laughs> actors. Let me tell you something. You gotta stay busy. Yeah. You just gotta stay busy, and you gotta work within the the area of of art. You know, I have nothing against bartending and, and waiting tables. I both did it, sure. but I'm at the point now to where I I make a living with a guitar around my neck. Right. I make a living with a microphone in front of my face. I make a living. I make a living doing all things that are entertainment uh, based. Sure. So it's either radio or TV or whatever. So yes, I was a. Uh, um, I've done scores uh, for I'm a 
I'm a, a, a composer for telepictures. Mm -hmm. So I'll hear my little jingles or my little spots <laughs> on like Judge Judy or TMZ or things like that. Sure. You know, that's 15, 20 bucks a pop, you know, yeah. but those things start to add up. Sure. But I, I've got music. I had music in the investigator. I submit music for every film that I'm, that I'm in. Uh, I have two new records out. You can find me, you know, if you ask, you know, if you ask your Amazon to play Wade Hunt Williams, you uh -huh. know, some of my music will come up. Wow. Uh, but to me, it's um, it, it's a, it's a symbiote relationship, uh -huh. where there was a time where I had problems with: am I an actor that sings, or am I a singer that acts? Yeah, oh yeah. And, and I've come to the relationship that I am both, and I cannot do one without the other. Right. So music, it just I have to sing, I have to make music, I have to write. Uh, you know, I like I said, I was up in Nashville. I recorded two records with Dave Rowe, that was Johnny Cash's bass player for 20 years. Wow. Um, I do country music, faith-based country music, so that's out there. Uh, I have to do it. It's like breathing for me. Yeah. Um, and I'm also my my quote unquote day job is that I'm a music director for a church down here in Plant City, Florida. Well, there you so, go. Yeah, yeah I, I have to make music. So you have sure. to do something that, that inspires you right. and hopefully inspires other people. Right. So I always try to bring music. And and that also helps my acting is because there's a three acts in a, in, in a, in a movie. Right. Well, there's three and a half minutes in a song. And every 30 seconds or so, every 60 seconds is an act. Right. And so – you're literally bringing your listener into a whole story. How do you do that? And by the end of the three and a half minutes, do you have them crying? Do you have them laughing? Or do you have them dancing? Right. And so it's the same thing. You're creating little three and a half minute movies instead of 90. I'm sorry. Yeah, little three and a half minute movies instead of a 90 minute movie with right. film. And it's the dynamics uh, throughout that three and a half uh, minutes uh, because it, it is a through line and you're going to get to where you want to go. But you've got to the dynamics have to be uh, as like a little little up and down waveform. You know, uh, you can't be just monotone, you know, in a yes, song. It's just like. It's yeah. like creating a character. That's you right. have to have. Where's my character going to go? Where's the apex and this? And where's right. his climax? Where Where does he go? So right. that's the same thing with writing a song for me. You hit it exactly. You well, know. Girl, well, you of know. Course, of course, I know because uh, let me tell you, I just did an episode yesterday on this show, telling the listeners, guys, you're going to have to do a little of everything at some point. Nobody just goes in and says, "I'm going to be a film actor," and that's all they do. Usually, if if you're a musician, you're doing your songwriting, you're you're making music, and then you're auditioning for other things. Uh, uh, just uh, I'm a songwriter. I'm you know voice actor. I mean, we do it all if we can. If we can, yes. Uh, yes. like you said, stay productive. And speaking of that, what are you doing right now? Like other than music direction at the church, and obviously you're sending out auditions. Do you have a project like some something like a film project that you're actually performing in right now? Yes, I actually got two of them to do this summer. Uh, there's one Pure Flix series um, that uh, I don't know when it starts. I don't have the dates. Um, it's either going to be during the middle of the summer or after summer. Uh, there's a musical. It's an untitled musical, but it is a... Um, Oh, let's see. It's a, it's a bit of a comedy musical. It's a little bit of a right-wing uh, farce. Uh, I don't even have the title of it yet, but it, it's funny. It's kind of making fun of the last two years that we kind of lived through. Oh, boy. It, it doesn't even matter what side of the aisle you're on. 
uh, or if you're a blue or if you're red, you're going to find it funny and you're going to no. find it, you know, something to watch. Yeah. Now we were supposed to do that in New York the last couple of weeks of June. We just found a better avenue, according to producers in Texas. We're I'm supposed to go to Texas in July oh. and do that. But but again, those things are, and this is also for for you young actors out there. Sometimes things just fall through, and I right yeah. now as I say that, I say that with a little bit of intrepidation because. Uh, I don't have a contract yet, no. and I haven't signed it. Yeah, I've got the scripts. I've got everything else, yeah. but I haven't signed the contract. Wow. So if you're listening to this podcast <laughs> next year, you go, how did that thing go at Texas? And I say, well, it, it got it got postponed forever, forever, forever. That's just how it works. <laughs> it really and you is. Can't, mm-hmm. You can't that, let that freak you out. Right. Well, I have a film right now that I, I'm producing, and I've been producing it for the last five years because of the pandemic. Everything got moved out, and then it just, it just things kind of started falling through. My actors started falling through because we had to wait so long. And and so, uh, you know, it, that's just this industry. That's just this business. But what I love is that is that you are an example of what what I've been talking about on this show with other actors and producers. You're an exa- a living example of what we're saying. Just stay productive and don't yeah. let and humble and humble. Stay productive. Stay humble. Okay. And so, because usually I, my last question for my guest is, what is your ultimate advice for the listener today? And I have a feeling that's it, huh? <laughs> yeah. Stay active. Stay humble. Stay in service. Remember that Remember that when you get a script, when you get a part, it is, again, I've said it before, you are of service to the project. Right. I know so many actors that are excited that they get their own trailer. I know so many actors that are excited that they get top billing. I know so many actors like, oh, look at them, look at how much pay I'm getting. That has nothing to do with it. Right. I mean, yes, pay, getting paid is great, but like the my bottom line is you are of service to the story. Yes. Whatever you have to do to serve the story, mm-hmm. do that. Illuminate. Even in your mm-hmm. in your personal life, stay productive. Right. Stay humble. Yes, uh, humility and and perseverance. Humility and perseverance. I love it. I love it, Wade. You have actually uh you've actually put a button on this the past week and a half of interviews. This is fantastic. And awesome. we've we've run out of time, buddy, but I appreciate you so much coming on the show. Uh in fact, uh go ahead and stay on the line if you will cuz I'm going to close the show out and I also want to let everyone know that I will be linking all of these things that I've discussed today with Wade. Going to link it to the podcast and Wherever you find us, uh, Apple, Google, Spotify, and there are so, so many, uh, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you give us a rating, and don't forget to tell your friends we're right here. This has been The Actor's Guide. Tag, you're it. This has been The Actor's Guide. For more information about Ann Johnston Brown or to join the tag team, please visit our website at ajbprods.com slash podcast.